Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, uh, and joining me is Jeremy Bratitich. You can't say as always anymore because I wasn't on the last one. I know the first one you weren't there for, the Jeremy. First one, I was. I was sick as a dog, <laughs> and that was two weeks ago now. Yeah, you were sick as a dog, and then you moved. And then I moved. So a uh, couple things to point out. This is your weekly source for gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. Except for last week, we did let that one slip through to the keeper. I apologize for that. Uh, we're here again this week. We're going to talk about so much. We are also, Jeremy, recording in person. You and I together right now. We're in the same room. I could throw something at you right now if I wanted to. You could. I mean, if you had a strong enough arm, you could do that in the past as well. If you wanted to throw it multiple kilometers and kilometers. <laughs> right. I thought you were saying in in the past, I wouldn't have been able to hit you with something I threw even if I wanted to when we were recording in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh right! Like you would, you you couldn't have even if you tried. Just like no, you used to do that. You used to throw the Destiny stress ball that's in my bedroom at me. Oh yeah, um, or the Engrams, or the Engrams. Not not while not mid recording though. No, no. Or the Pokeballs. Pokeballs? The Pokeball oh, the little plush, plush ones. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I threw them at you often. No, but it, it, it's not a it's not a. It's not rare. It's not brand new. No. No. It's not novel. <laughs> no, not even the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, how have you been? Uh good. I'm in a new I'm in a new place. Um physically, not like anywhere else. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still the same, I'm just in a different location. Um <laughs> definitely not emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm 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 good. Um there is there is more room for my things to be spread out throughout a house, mm-hmm. which is which is fun. Um, I the first thing I did when I moved in was set up my TV and the couches, like before my bed, <laughs> and then I slept on the couches that I set up. Yep, and then woke up the next day and then made my bed. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. Good. Great. How are you? How am I? I'm good. I'm good. I had one of those days at work today where it was like. And I said this to my boss. I was like, I feel like this morning has been so, so, so busy. And I can't look, like I look, I tried to look at any of the work that I've done and I can't find any of it. Like Mm. nothing's happened, but I've been so off my feet. Like I was panting at my desk from all of the like Slack messages I was writing. Right. So I've I've had a, I say I've had a day. Like it's been fine. It's just very organizational. So it's nice to have this, this evening we've had some nice dinner and caught up. I gave Jeremy's birthday present, his mm-hmm. Halo 3 ODST pillow. Yes, of the superintendent. Mm. Please remain calm. Mm. I really want that. I really want that superintendent AI for infinite. Yeah, that's the only one I'm going to ever use once I get it. Oh, level 70 though. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. It like, we'll, we'll get, we'll, I don't know, maybe we'll get into it. I don't actually have plans to talk about the multiplayer today. So maybe I'll just talk about this now. Yeah, sure. But the progression feels much better in Halo Infinite. Right, okay. Like the you have you seen the daily increases? Yeah, I, I saw all the changes they made. Like yeah. they made those changes as I was unplugging my computer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like your yeah. first match of the day is three hundred, then your next one is two hundred, two hundred, one hundred, one hundred, one hundred. Yeah. And then it's fifty for each match after that. Yeah. And that immediately makes it feel better. Yeah. Like if you get six matches in, you've automatically earned a level. Yes. And if not, you've still got the weekly challenges to go through that still, they're, they're a bit easier 
they're a bit less specific than they used to be. They've tweaked right. those as well. And so you just get you just get through it a bit faster. Like I'm level 14 or something now and I haven't really been trying that hard. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> I don't know, it's man. It's obviously the correct thing to do. Why didn't they just do that from the beginning? It's so bad. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And now it is where it is. I'm like, oh, this feels great. Yeah. As all it turns out. All it required was drastic overhaul and incredibly negative backlash. Yeah. Yeah. All it got was headlines saying, the best Halo multiplayer has been in a long time and the worst progression I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, let, let's get into it as we're skirting around the edges of it. Uh, as I said before, this is minimap.com.au's weekly podcast. Uh, you can find this podcast uh, and all other episodes of this podcast on minimap.com.au along with our occasional written word um, and our other podcasts. I was going to be like, <laughs> my head just wanted to be like, you can find those, th- this podcast, the occasional written word, and that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> no, but our other podcasts are there as well, our game club and our uh, pop culture kissability ranking podcast. Uh, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau to support us monetarily. You can also go to uh, whatever podcast of service you want to get this podcast on. Uh, and if you give the podcast a positive rating there or, a, you know, give it a subscription or a follow or a heart or a plus or a tick or a thumb up or a five stars, any of that, if you like doing, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog model, the improv, as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. I would just like to point out that I freeballed all of that. You didn't have the dock up in front of me. I didn't have the, the document up at in, all. In 80 a, a year? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the document actually has like only about 20% of the intro and I've actually just freeballed it all of the time anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that, that shook bit I didn't get for a while though. I had to look at that to make that work. Right, gotcha. Um, Episode 85 we're on. Good lord. 85. It's pretty cool. No one tells us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's because no one's listening. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> very true. Um, Jeremy, we're, we're going to get into uh, <laughs> drum and fun. <laughs> sure. But there's there's a certain there's a certain uh, thing that I've been doing this week that I've 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 been bursting at the seams to discuss. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, what I what I'm going to do is I'm just going to look up a, a little audio aid. To, to help sell my uh I, I meant to prepare this earlier and I didn't so okay. to to uh to sell my sell my my telling of the of the show here. So hang you on. You gonna hold it into the mic or do, oh you, want yeah. to, do you want me to record a direct input? Oh no this is going into the this is um, this is from my phone into the mic, okay? okay all right. Jeremy, uh, uh, yeah, a new Halo has come out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. We, yeah, we spoke about it four minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we were we were just talking about it. <laughs> 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 why did you get the why did you get that at the beginning? Why don't we? All right, for, okay, I'm yep. gonna uh, request something of you. Yeah, from now on. Anytime you talk about any video game, Anytime. you have to bring up the soundtrack and play it into the mic, even when it's like, you know, Far Cry 8 or whatever. <laughs> and it's like songs that no one gives a fucking garbage shit about. Jeremy, Jeremy, yes. it's 
A new Halo has come out. Yes. It's a it's a new dawn for the franchise. It's a it's a show <laughs> of still next playing the music. It's a show of next generation hardware. The year no, it's is not, it's on the previous generation. <laughs> it's on the Xbox One. <laughs> the year is twenty fifteen. And you play <laughs> as Wait, Spartan <laughs> Lock. <laughs> what the you're talking about Halo 5? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is that Halo 5 music? Oh, it's just it's just the Halo theme. Wait, is this in Halo 5 at all? I don't know. I don't think I've heard it in the game yet. I mean, it wasn't Mario Donald. This is Halo 1. <laughs> well, it's it's Halo all of them. That That's in... I think it's in all of them. Well, not, well it's, not in, not in Reach and it's not in ODST. Oh, it's fuck, really? Yeah. Oh. They got different. They, they got different everything. It's in infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Halo Five, right? Let's start with Halo Five. Of course, um, you know what the game everyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, the game people are bursting at the steam, seams to hear opinions oh, of. I've been literally dying to talk about Halo Infinite, and I'm going to get there. I'm just quickly going to get through Halo Five because, sure. I, as I spoke about a couple of weeks ago, I've got an Xbox Xbox for the very first time in my life. Right. Yes. And that means I can play the one Halo game that I don't have access to on PC, yes. Halo 5, yes. which I've been desperate to ha- make my own opinion of. Yes. After um, hearing my opinion and everyone else's and opinion. And everyone else's, right? Yeah, that it's bad. The game that nearly killed the franchise. Yes. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. This game's not fantastic, man. No. And it's clearly a, a, a it's it's clearly number five after number four. Yes, you know, it's it the is. next number four. Yeah. And, like, I could see they've done some interesting things with it, but, man, the story's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, yes, it is. It's so boring. Nothing happens. You've, I've played as... I'm, I'm nearly... I think I'm more than two-thirds of the way through the game. I've played as Master Chief twice. Mm. And it, I just feel like the way they're telling the story, it's all about Locke trying to find Master Chief. But really, the proper story of Halo 5 is what's happening with Cortana and, Halo f- and Master Chief trying to find Cortana. Yes. But you don't get any of that story because you're spending thirty. You're spending like three quarters of your time as Locke and as t- Fire Team Osiris. Yes. Chasing Master Chief. Yeah, chasing the story. Exactly. <laughs> you're not getting story from Locke and and the others, and yeah. you've played as Master Chief already, so you know where he is. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that they're looking for him because you know where he is. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's not a very good video game. No, it's not. No. The, the combat encounters are fine. Yeah, some fine. of some of them are. The, there's some that I walk into and I'm like, this is bullshit. Right. Like there's somewhere it's like you can't take cover, and there's like four enemies with like the like Promethean version of the rocket launcher, and mm-hmm. it's like fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting one shot by a boss. Um, but most of the, the encounters are fine, and the fidelity of the game looks great. But it's a very pretty looking game. Yeah, there's just no substance to it. No, there really isn't. There's just nothing to it. Um, you played it in multiplayer? No. Okay. No, I, I probably should. Um, I'm yeah, kind of scared of it. Have to get Xbox Live. Oh, Jeremy, I spoke about this on the on the last podcast as well, but about how you and Ollie told me how inexpensive Game Pass Ultimate is compared to how more expensive I thought it was. Yes. So I've got Ultimate now, so that's fine. Right. Um, how much did you think it was? I thought it was like 35 bucks a month. <laughs> And it's literally <laughs> half that, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> which is. is only seven dollars more than what I was paying for PC Game Pass. Yeah, it's just such a no-brainer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mm-hmm. just thought I'd get that out of the way. I have been playing that a decent amount when I'm not 
playing through the campaign of Halo Infinite. Yeah. Which I have played. I've played all the way through. I've put, I think, 13, 14 hours was my final clock. Right, okay. Um, and hang on, let me get the theme again. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so let me just... Uh, no, no, get the Halo 5 theme this time. <laughs> <laughs> Knucklehead. Jeremy. Yeah. A new Halo game has come <laughs> shut, out. Shut up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a showing of next generation hardware. No, it's not. It's on the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. The year is 2020. It's the 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine they released this game in 2020? Uh, I, I, I know we've been saying it all the, week. It's the only thing I can think about. It's like, I can't believe that they were like a month away from a deadline before they pushed it back 12. No, it was like three months. Was it? It was I like th- August. I thought, I thought it was really close. I mean, it was like three months before launch, which is close. Right, okay. Um, three months before launch and there's no And then they delayed it to no date at yes. the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I've been playing... And that was because they weren't sure they were going to hit a year. Yeah. Imagine if they didn't hit a year. Yeah. Imagine if it was like March next year. Yeah. Imagine if it was one of the games that comes out in fucking February. <laughs> oh my God, buried in with Horizon and... Elden Ring. Oh, and Saints Row. No, Saints Row's moved. Oh, it moved way further, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I so thought that was like a month, but no, no that's like August next yeah, year Sansa, now. Yeah, Sansa got moved like six months. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's because that game ain't, 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 ain't looking too good. All it is is a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Um, so, Halo Infinite. The year is 2021. <laughs> a new Halo game. So, Halo Infinite <laughs> has come out. Um, oh, dude, it's good. Yeah. It's good. This feels like the bona fide sequel to 3. Yeah, that, that, that's what I've heard. That it's... Yeah. Okay, so I have I have two questions okay. for you. Okay. Wait, I have a third question. <laughs> I'm gonna ask that one first. Can you write them down? No. Uh, the first question I have for you is: when it comes out like Thursday, right? Or like Wednesday? It comes out real soon. Uh. Okay. Like, yeah. The question is: it comes out after this is like this podcast will release after after Halo Infinite yes. launches. Yes. Okay. Yes. And like to be f- to be clear, like only half the embargo is up right now. Um, but the whole embargo will be up by the time this releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the game will be up. Yeah. Um. Uh, is there any Halo Five in this at all? Story. I know there's no Prometheans. Uh, yes, there there are no Prometheans. Thank God. Um, yeah, they're not that fun to fight. No, they weren't. They fucking sucked, and yeah. they really doubled down on them. And I'm like, what are you doing? Really doubled down. It on wasn't them. good in four, and you made it like you made it like a focus. Yeah. Uh. That the the events of Halo Four and Five are mentioned. Sure. Um. They, it, this game does not forget that those games happened. Right. You okay. Have, and that makes sense because of all the Cortana stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you have right. to address all of that stuff. Uh, just and do the Terminator thing and make a sequel to Three. I uh, just forget about. Yeah. Just forget about the others. They should have done that. Maybe. Yeah. I think they handle it okay though. Okay. Right. Like it's more like. They address the plot points, right, mm-hmm. of four, you know, of of Cortana, like saving Master Chief on Requiem and sure. and sort of going to the ether, and and they discuss some of the things that happen in five as well that I haven't seen yet. I'm pretty sure it happens in five. Um, like what? Like I think planets get destroyed in five. Oh, uh, that rings a bell. Yeah, by like. I, I should mention that I'm a very big Halo fan and I've played them all multiple times apart from five, which I never finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So 
Like they they mention about how Cortana, you know, because in four it's like, oh, she's going rampant because she's old. Um, but she, you know, they they barely get to the end of the mission together, and then Cortana sacrifices herself to save Chief. Yeah. But then it turns out in five, all she did was like upload herself to like the Promethean mainframe or whatever, and so she started summoning. It cured her rampancy. It said. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. And and, then, and so what that meant was that she could then she then started calling old forerunner artifacts and she wanted to bring about a new age for AI and something yeah. like that. And so she 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 was no longer or maybe she was, but theoretically she was no longer going rampant. But she became like a total dick v- villain. Yeah, she yeah. just became the villain. Yeah. Um, and so they have to address that, and they do. Um. You know those those things are discussed and brought up and mentioned. Um, the the thing is though, the the story of the game is much closer. It's chief. It's the pilot. It's the weapon. Right. It's Esherim, the banished warlord. Yeah. Uh, one other character, and like that's it. Johnson. No, Jeremy, he died. Mm. He died in three. He died in two and one also. He didn't die in two. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He doesn't die in two. No. Because he he's, he's there with the Arbiter. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. He died in one. Yeah, he died in one. Yeah. But then he came back and got a, a medal for it. Yeah. And then he really died in three. Yeah. Because he died and then the ring exploded. There's been an exploding ring before. <laughs> That's how he dies in one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um... Is the Arbiter in this game? Don't think so. Right. Yeah. It's really it's really bad. Is um in terms of his <laughs> Lasky in this game? I I don't want to get into it. But like <laughs> I, so Lasky's in this game? I don't want to get into it. Oh, I want to like people Lasky in this <laughs> game. <laughs> but in terms of who you're really dealing with and who's important, I've I've told you them all. Right, yeah. Um and it works. It's great having it be that close. Is Locke in this game? Mentioned at least. Okay. I haven't. I don't think I see him. Right. It's it's great. Right. The the story. I don't necessarily think it's fantastic, mm. but I don't necessarily think that the Halo One, Two, and Three story are that great when you look at them properly. They're fantastic rides. But you look at it and it's like, oh, humanity stumbles onto an alien artifact, barely manages to save themselves for long enough to scuttle the Covenant's plans, and then they fuck off. Yeah, they the, the it's 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 the Halo's got great themes, <laughs> <laughs> and Halo's got wonderful moments. Yeah, and ODST and Reach have got good stories. Yeah, but the the main games is like, what are they doing? Oh, we discovered this. Oh, we're just gonna follow them. Yeah, it's a it's <laughs> it's it's a whiplash. It's it's we'll move you br- we'll move you very briskly onto the next scene. Yep. So that you don't think too much about the previous one. Yeah. Um, and it works for them. Like it, it works as a really great piece. Yeah, for sure. This story, this game's story, I'm not. I haven't. I I don't really know where it sits in terms of how I feel it is in terms of two, in terms of three, in terms of one. Those games are so old now that it's hard to equate them. Sure. Um, this game's cinematography, kind of cinematic feel, is very good and very nice. Mm-hmm. But um, this game is much closer to those original three Halos in tone. I'd say in story quality, 
in how much they make you care for what happens and the, the strength of the moments of the game. Sure. It's very, very, very positive. I'm very happy with the with how this game has worked. It's got problems. Sure. It's not perfect. I and it kind of does a thing that the old Bungie games used to that the three four three games haven't up until this point, which is kind of ask more questions than it answers. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's Halo, yeah. and like that just leaves me wanting to know more, and I hate that. But also, it really didn't work for them when they went the other way. So I'll yeah, because Halo take Four this. is nothing but answers to questions that people actually didn't want the answers to. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, they they do a really good job. Okay. Um, especially Jeremy with the open world. That, that's what I've heard. That like, yeah, it's like, it's like the best Halo has played in a very, very, very long time. Absolutely. And I mean, you've played the multiplayer, right? Yeah. That's how it plays. That's how it feels. Yeah. Um, but playing with the vehicles to use those to traverse places. Sure. Yeah. Um, like, like, like I think that I haven't done because I haven't done the campaign is like traveling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So that feels great. Um, permanently having the grapple sh- shot. Grapple. Yeah. The grapple shot. Grappling hook. It's the best movement since Titanfall 2. Yeah. Like, hands down, the best first-person shooter movement since Titanfall 2. And, you know, uh, you you see the clips for multiplayer, you, you don't know the half of it because you get a better grappling hook in the campaign yeah. through upgrades. The, the, the one you get in the multiplayer is, like, the base level grappling hook. Mm. And the one that upgrades to with, like, a faster recharge time and, like, more combat abilities is so fun. Like... It recharges so fast you can you can just be Spider-Man. Yeah. You can just swing across a canyon wall for as long as you want. It's so fun. Um, it's also weird to think about what that would look like from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> the big, gigantic yeah, like, Spartan. Like, you know, an, an eight-foot-tall man who is like, you know, three tons of metal or whatever the hell. Yeah. Grappling hooking. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. And like... Like Spider Manning. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is funny. Uh, holding a weapon with the other hand the yes. whole time. With another one on his back, probably. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe even like holding a fusion coil the yeah. whole time. Um. Yeah. The way they've set up the open world, the sandbox, it's it gives you a, a, a problem I've had with the Halo games is like, oh, this feels great and it's so fun to play, and I'd love to play more single player now that I've finished campaign X. But to play more single player. I just have to replay all of these same missions again and I'm getting the same story beats. I'm getting, I have to sit through the cutscenes again, the same voice lines. It's rote. It is literally the same over and over and over again at that point. And I burn out or I don't find much appeal in it and I just don't do it. And so I feel like a lot of potential gets wasted there in terms of, and people used to back in the day when there were, well, less games and people those people were the same people were maybe also younger. And so buying one game and playing the hell out of it. But Infinite gives you the it gives you the linear uh gameplay. It gives you the linear missions interspersed with open world. You know, it cuts in and out between open world, linear, open world, linear. There's a point of no return about three fifths of the way through the game. And once you hit that, you have to finish the campaign before you go back to the open world. Right. Which they don't tell you about. Right. Which was very frustrating because <laughs> I needed open world footage. Yeah, especially as a guides writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, I guess I'm going to finish the campaign now. Um, but the the open world sections do such a good job of that, you know, you can finish the campaign or you can be like, oh, I don't want to listen to any cutscenes right now or I don't want to progress the story or I don't want this to end. 
I'm just going to go take tack on a just going to go take on this forward operating base and take it back. And that takes five minutes and you kill a few brutes and you run over some grunts and mm-hmm. you throw a fusion coil or two and, and then it's yours. And then you can spawn whatever vehicle you have unlocked so far, whatever vehicle you want uh, that you've unlocked. And you can grab, you know, re- restock your weapons and set out again and choose a new waypoint on your map. Each forward operating base has got good lines from the weapon, who's the AI in this one, who's your companion. Um, and then there are the strongholds, which are more like, more akin to like a uh, like a like a proper Far Cry base that you liberate. Sure. Um, with more bespoke things to do, like pull the lever on this to expose the fuel fuel cells to explode it, or something. And each one has like a different purpose and a different name and different voice lines ac- accompanying it. And they're like, oh, it looks like the banished were uh, repurposing UNSC materials here for their uh, excavating equipment. Um, and so that's cool. And, but th- there's enough of it that, like, you know, I finished the game. I hadn't done much of the side stuff. And I was like, I can't wait to jump back in and just faff around and do everything else. Mm. There are, like, uh, assassination targets, like, high-profile targets, basically. Right. Each of them unlock, a like, a variant weapon, which is cool. So, like, a, a different kind of sword or a, a, a modified version of the assault rifle or something like that. Um, it's It's just – it's really positive. It's really – the, the loop is really there. And so you can finish the campaign and just continue to play more Halo without repeating everything. Um, and I'd say the, the structure of everything in terms of lin- like, like literally the, the design of Zeta Halo is really good. It's nice to be on a Halo again. It's nice to be yeah. running through Forerunner structures again. And it's a different design than originally and everything's much shinier because it's, you know, it's an, it's a new Halo on a new. It's a the year is twenty twenty one. It's a new generation of consoles. Yeah, yeah. Um, it plays it it plays well with that with that. Um, but I did. It it has to be said because it is it is a real problem. It, I had the thought, Jeremy was like, oh, maybe I'll invite Jeremy over and we can uh, play split screen or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh uh, yeah, wait, this game doesn't have co op yet. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's got split screen, but not online co-op. No. No, it doesn't have anything yet. No, it doesn't have any single-player cooperative experience. Well, it doesn't have any campaign yeah. uh, cooperative experience. And, and they've said it's not going to arrive until May next yeah. year, and that could get pushed back. It's not soon. It's, a, it's honestly a real problem. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to play the game on Legendary on my own. Yeah. Um, some people do, and that's fine. Mm. But there are plenty of people who love playing Legendary with a group of four people yeah. in Halo. There are plenty of people who will who haven't necessarily before or who are maybe picking up Halo for the first time in years or who are maybe just really big open world fans. Yeah. See this open world, see how much fun it is to play in there when it's just you and think, God, this would be so much fun with my friends. It's so much fun to try stuff out like grappling grappling a fusion coil into your arms, throwing it at your friend and seeing how long you can each like catch the fusion coil with the grapple hook yeah. before one of you drops it or stuff like that. Mm. Like that's just like there's so many possibilities that you just you can't help but notice would be so fun yeah. when you're looking at it um, and it's just not going to be available for at least six months. It's it's crushing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. It like and like sure the game's out now and it's great. And it's coming along with this great multiplayer that's a little bare bones, but 
it's got great potential and they're going to build on it. But Halo has always been the cooperative shooter experience. Always. Well, until Halo 5, which has no co-op at all. No, it's got co-op. It doesn't have split screen. Because remember the oh, whole point, sorry. Yeah, the whole right. thing with Halo yeah. 5 is that you're all individual characters because yeah, they're always right. rolling with the fire team. Yeah. So they wanted you to play co-op. They just couldn't let you play split screen. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a real bummer. It's a real shame. Um, and there's a strong chance that unless they add more content to the game, that by the time co-op rolls, you're either going to have people not signing up for it now because there's no co-op or you're going to have people who go through the single player and either check out because they want to play with friends or finish it and say, oh, I'd like to come back to that for co-op. And then and, don't. And then it spends too much time away out of the spotlight and it never happens again. And I think that's going to be a massive shame. And it's worth mentioning that Forge is also not in the game yet either. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. will take even longer to arrive. Yeah, like we don't, I don't even think there's a date on that. No, uh, not a hard date, but they have mentioned it. So it's that they want to get co-op in for season two. Right. And they want to get Forge in for season three. And oh, so those are the right, dates okay. for season sure. two and three. Um, it's just that C- Battle Pass season two has been pushed back to yes. May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, that's it's a shame. But man, there's there's been so much fun stuff you can do. I mean, the grappling hook especially. Like running into a base. I've been playing on normal, right? Mm. But running into a base and you, you know, everything kicks off. You take out a few grunts and then one of them's a little further away. You grapple onto them. And it hooks you straight in towards them. And as soon as Chief gets close enough, he just melees them. Yeah. They go down, you know, you, you pop out a drop wall or it's like you, you could see there's um, an invisible elite running around with a sword. You saw them, but you're not quite sure where they are. So then you, you get out the threat detector, the, like, the pulse. Yeah. You, you shoot that down. The, the, the dynamic way the gameplay keeps rolling and rolling and rolling is so fun. Everything just kind of cascades um, in a really satisfying way. I will say there, there's some really funky stuff with the, the way you change grenades and the, the tactical ability, um, your equipment rather. There are two, sep- two D-pad buttons, right? So the grenade is you press right on the D-pad and then that brings up four options for you to select from. Sure. And then each grenade is another one of the D-pads after you press right. But remembering which one is which is actually really hard. Right, okay. It's like, oh, I want to use the spike grenades. That's right, then down. You know, it's like trying to remember Rocket League quick chat. Right, yeah. But not almost like less intuitive. Yeah. Um, and then it's the same with the equipment. Well, the way it works is they go like one, two, three, four, like frag, plasma, dynamo, and spike yeah. grenades. And it goes clockwise. So you press right, and then it's... Fuck, I think the grenades are left. See, I can't even figure it out. The gr- so you press left and then frag is left, plasma is up. So clockwise, left, up, right, down Sure, yeah. is one, two, three, four. Yeah. And then when you do the equipment, it's clockwise, but you're starting from the right side because you've pressed right first. So then it's right, down, left, up. It's really confusing. But once you get a handle on it, you can just swap between them on the fly. You don't have to jump into your menu. You just throw grenades or you drop your tactical wall or whatever. Mm. It's real good. Yeah. It's real good. I love that they've given you the the playground to actually use. It's not just like here's an open portion of a Halo level, let's fuck around and try and break the map. It's like, no, they've given you an open map to to traverse. 
there's there's really high cliff faces and and broken structures and if you get a banshee you can usually fly over to them or try and grapple up them with the grappling hook they they let you have that exploration they give you the opportunity for that exploration and they give you the breadcrumbs too of just like oh i see that thing i want to go see what it is if if i wasn't being so focused on the campaign i would have easily been so distracted going from any place to any other place Occasionally, you'll you'll be driving around, and then a skirmish breaks out in the distance that you hear. Yeah. UNSC soldiers fighting for their lives, and that's a point of interest. But it wasn't on your map necessarily. And they're like, "Oh, those are soldiers. We should go help them." And that you know gives you more stuff for the open world. It allows that that unlocks more vehicles and weapons for you. It it's it's really got that loop. It's really effective. It's really really engaging. Right. And I can't wait to start the game again because I don't get to keep my progress start the game again and get into there and just keep playing more of this game. Yeah, right. I, I do wonder the dramatic shift to an open world because this mm-hmm. is like a very this is a very different Halo game and like they've been, you know, there's a reason this isn't called Halo 6. It's a very deliberate yep. reason. Yep. You've got you to gotta imagine with that name as well, they're thinking about putting in more content. You've got to imagine there's something like that. Maybe, I hope, I don't know. It, it, it Honestly, with the way the game ends, it's a bit... Yeah, like, so, like that's what I've heard. There's, it, there's plenty of room for it to keep going. Like, I've, I've heard there's room, but also, like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this project has been, like, really hard for them to manage, and I wonder if they might just not be better off making a different Halo game again. Oh. Like, like not, not on a different engine, but just make another one. Maybe. And not have to, you know, and then learn from mistakes they've made in the past. Anyway, the, 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 the thing that I'm curious about is the, with a dramatic shift to an open world, is, is there a, like, is the replayability of it decreased a fair chunk? Because it's like, you know, like with, with Halo 2 and 3. Yep. Like one as well, and and like honestly, nearly all of them. They the bungees, yeah, yeah, the bungees. They are short games. Yeah, r- relatively speaking, you can you can beat them in. You know, people have beat them in one sitting on day one in the past, but like you know, comfortably you can beat the entire thing in about three sittings for the most part. Yeah, M- two is long. Two is long, but the others for sure. Yeah, two is long, and three is like short. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that also means because they're so palatable, relatively speaking, they're also a lot easier to just jump into. Because you can just jump in with someone and say, like, hey, let's just go through the final third of Halo 2. Yeah. Let's just do the Arbiter missions. Let's do all the missions with without Flood in Halo 3, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get that in this because you can't replay missions unless you restart the game. That's right, yes. Like, does that make it feel... A bit more daunting to consider going back and doing again. Yes and no. Because fifteen hours is long. It's long. Yeah, it is. I would say the the campaign is ten hours. Sure. Um, but also, no one just does campaign in in an open world game for sure. <sighs> I think. I don't think there are too many moments in the campaign that necessarily made me think, I can't wait to do this with someone else. Right. The main thing I thought, I can't wait to do this with someone else, was the open world fuck around. Sure, yeah, but that, that's and like, that, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I know, but like the, 
you can't necessarily jump into the campaign whenever you want to. You know, if, if your friend's got a save, you can join theirs. If you're up to a certain point, they can join you. But there are plenty of those open world activities for you to share. Sure. So you can just do the fuck around. You can just do the jump in. It's like, oh, you, you know, 30 minutes, we'll go take us down a stronghold. That's what they've replaced it with. It is a shame that you can't just jump into those missions. Um, and I don't really know why they've done that. Um, I can see them patching it in or something. I don't see, I don't, I don't really see a good reason for why it's not in there, except that they flow each, each one flows onto the next one quite, quite naturally. Um, like in terms of cutscene, in terms of like, it's really like, oh, here's the end of mission five, black screen. Here's the start of mission six, fade, fade from black to the start of the mission. Like, it's really like that. It's a lot more contiguous. Um, but it's, it's not really a good enough reason. Right, yeah. It's it's not, especially because you can see like a list of old missions on your map and the locations on the world map where right, they are. Okay. It's just when you go there, you can't enter those structures anymore. Oh. And it's like, oh, there's a, there's a missions tab showing me all the things I did before. Great, that's just going to be a way I replay missions, right? You go there, it's like, you know. Yeah. Or, or even like, you know, you have to replay a chapter, like say like Final Fantasy VII, right? It's like, yeah, like for the most part, that game is pretty like flowy and it's got, it's, it does have, you know, distinct chapters with walls and loading screens, but a bunch happens inside of a chapter. Yeah. Um, and you just play a section of the game again and it works really well inside of that. I think it does. However, they don't have the same open world. No, 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 I know. I know. Like, I get that. But if the... I feel like you should be able to... Potentially, if you wanted to go back and replay something, you can go back and say, like, ah, well, let's visit, let's visit this world while it, was on, while it was in this state. Yeah. Th- that, I think, would r- reduce some of its replayability in a way. Um, because, yeah. say, you know, the... Like you know, like I really like the level, the silent cartographer, as which oh. might be shocking to you. I wow, think really? The silent a, cartographer? That's a that's that, a choice yeah, level there, Jeremy. Yeah, I think that's a really good level. <laughs> um, as does everybody else. Literally who's everybody <laughs> else, yes, right? Yeah. Try and find more than five Halo Infinite reviews that don't mention the silent cartographer. Yeah, right. And it turns out there's a reason for that. Yeah. It's like it is a it is a lesson. <laughs> In video game levels, um, you can't really do that in Infinite. No, um, no, and, you can't. And uh, like you know, like I know it was different, but ODST was an open world game, mm-hmm. um, which you know still again had distinct levels, which flowed naturally to them. But like they got away with it in a you know with the finding an object and then it being a flashback and sort of thing. And I think, yeah. they, like, they did that quite quite cleverly because you were walking around the same... You are walking around the same place every single time, just in a different time of day, um, which made it feel very different and a different state and everything. And that game is very easy to replay. Right. Even just from a level select. Um, it Yeah, it, it's weird not to have it. Yeah. Because, like, you... To reload, to load into a when you find the skulls in the in the world, mm-hmm. to bring them back again. Normally, what you do is you'd load your game, right? And that's what that's what you do in this one. You have to go to the load screen rather than like hit continue, and then you can choose the difficulty in the skulls. But those are the only things you can change, and you can't change where you're up to in the progress of the story. It's very not 
Halo. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think I could see them patching it in. Right. Because it just doesn't... I don't see a good reason why it's not there. I, I have a question which is going to sound a little brash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do 343 not get it? Like, huh. like, like I, I understand that, you know, like from everything that I've seen, huh. like this is a great Halo game. From everything that I've seen, the multiplayer is, you know, functionally outstanding. It's so fun to play. Mm. Campaign, really good. Everybody's loving it. Chief back, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. The, the old sound of him recharging his armor is back. Yay, mm-hmm. et cetera. Like, do they trip and do this, or do they actually understand what what they're making? Because I feel like they've been going further and further away from what the franchise is. And I'm I'm not saying you need to keep a franchise the way it is. I'm all for burning down, you know, the foundations and rebuilding it to make it better. Yep. But I feel like they what they have rebuilt it with is worse, in in a lot of ways. Um, not not in every single way. But like I feel, do they get why people like this franchise, or have they just got a cool sci-fi skin to make whatever sci-fi game they want in? If I had only played four and five, like you have, I would be inclined to say that no, they don't. Right. But there's a feeling to this game. There's a. It's it's almost indescribable, you know. It's yeah. the tone of the game. It, it's the Star Wars effect. What's that? Oh, just like y- y- like you know when you're watching a Star Wars movie, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like it it hits in many ways that it doesn't. I. Th- but like, but um, they're still they're still fumbling in some ways. There's still no forge. We well, yes, that's the thing, right? So you know they delayed it twelve months, yeah, and God knows how it was going to release otherwise. Yeah, um, imagine. Sorry, really quick. Imagine them releasing the game last year and then having to wait over a year for campaign co-op. Well, or maybe they you didn't have to wait and it sucked. Or maybe their initial design was also to not have it again. No, I reckon it was going to be in there. I reckon it was all going to be in there on launch, and it was all going to suck. It was all going to be the buggiest thing you'd ever seen. Maybe the story wasn't even complete. Jeez. I reckon it was going to be real rough because they, they announced well ahead of time this year that this stuff wasn't going to be here on launch, right? Yeah. They hadn't announced any of that last year before 2020 release. But had they announced it was going to be in there? I don't remember. No. But they definitely hadn't said it's coming or it won't be there. On, you know, they hadn't said anything about it. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> what was, what was the initial question? You were like, the do, do they get it? Do they get it? Because one of the, like one of the foundational things of the original Halo games was being able to play through the entire game with your friends. Yeah. And they would go out of their way to do that. To do it. Like they would go out of their way to the point where you're just two Master Chiefs running around. And yeah. plot wise, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's what it will be in this one too. Yeah, of course. When co-op arrives. Yeah. So, you know, that's not necessarily part of it. No, sure. Uh, And I think that the other question is, like, you know, looking at this, it's different and stuff like that. It is. I think it's modern in a good way. Sure. And while losing the level select is very non-Halo, 
I don't necessarily think it's a deal breaker. I don't necessarily think it's a problem. I think it. I think it's a weird one. It's like a oh, sure, but it's not a. I wouldn't say it's a really big deal because there is so much content. I am happy to just jump in. It's like oh, where are you up to in your? It's like oh, I've I completed my open world, but if you got stuff to do that you want to do in yours, great. Let's let's jump along. I'll I'll come along for you for the ride. That's great. Sure, but that's also in May. Yes, that's not a right now thing. No, I know. And I don't think, you know, that they're, they're trying to do it. You know, the way the, the game doesn't pause when you open the map screen or the upgrade screen. It keeps running. It only pauses when you press the pause button. Why? Because it's meant to be a consistent online kind of thing where your friends can also upgrade their stuff without your friend's game having to pause, right? Oh, okay, right. Yeah, that, but that's you, why. Yeah, but the pause menu is still going to run in the background anyway when you're... What do you mean? When you pause when you're in an online game, the game doesn't pause. So, like, what's the difference? Well, it's just they made the decision to make sure it never pauses when you open the, the like, tactical screen. You're on, like, inventory and map. Yeah, but, like, why? I don't know. Yeah. But for what I'm saying is it kind of speaks to that multiplayer design, you know? That's what it immediately makes me think of. It's like, oh, this is to facilitate this. Right. It's not there yet. Yeah. But... You know, it's <laughs> the reason Forge and Co-op aren't there, but are designed, are being designed and have been promised is because they were going to be there. And to hit the level of quality that they decided they needed to hit and they were nowhere near, mm. they had to shelve those things to focus more on the campaign. The campaign's solid. Like there's, I didn't hit any big glitches or anything. There's some audio desync issues that I'm sure will be fixed with the day one patch. Sure. And that's kind of the worst of it. Like, it's really polished. That's why that stuff isn't there, because I don't think they could have gotten it to that state while working on those extra features. Right, okay. Th- this is actually getting into the topic that I want to talk about in the second half of the podcast, so we should maybe shelve some of this. Okay, that's fine. Only because, yeah, we'll get there. All I have to say is, I don't think this will be every Halo fan's cup of tea, but it will be most of them. Yeah. And for anyone... Who was who felt burned by four or five, which is a lot of people from five, especially. But do you know what's wild about five? It's that like I didn't even feel burned; like I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just apathy. Literally, like I remember watching some of the Halo Infinite campaign stuff. Infinite. Yeah. Okay. And like I was, I was watching like the the pre-release stuff and watching. I'm like, oh yeah, right, right. and then I remember like. Why was he? I don't. I don't know where Halo Five ends to make him in space at the beginning of this Halo Five cutscene. I don't know why this. Sorry, in, infinite cutscene. Yep. I wonder why. And then I went online and I like looked up the story of Halo Five because I was like, I don't want to fucking play it. I just want to know what happens. Yep. Looked up and I was. This is just getting worse and worse as I read. Yep. And I remember thinking like, God, I really hope I never have to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, anyone who was burned by five, anyone who was made apathetic by five, <laughs> I don't think you need to worry. I really think you should give this a go. And I think there's a strong chance that 90% of anyone who gives it a go, who's a fan of the older games, is going to really enjoy it. Right. It's just good. Flat out. It's just good. Brief Halo Infinite spoilers. 
very briefly. Okay. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear the answer to this question. Does it end in a warthog raise? No, Jeremy. Oh, okay. You know why? Because they throw you back out into the open world. There's nothing for it to be destroyed. There's nothing to be destroyed to run away from because you stay on the ring. No, they could have made a structure to, to, to <laughs> race. A, they could have made a could have oh, made a like a forerunner building that that yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. They could have, but that's the main reason why. I will say, I am. What I'm really chomping at the bit for, not just to have this discussion we've had now, that I've been excited to have, but what I'm really excited to do is to talk to people about the ending of this game. Because one, I don't think it's that strong. Right. But two, it asks so many questions. And I just want someone else to run through them to with me. To give you the answers. Partially, yes. <laughs> it's this is like this is like every time a new Disney Plus show comes out. <laughs> and Carrie and I talk about it, and I'm like, "Oh, do you see the new Disney, the you know, Mandalorian, Hawkeye, Loki, yeah, WandaVision? And Carrie's like, "Yeah, I'm not having a good time." I'm like, "Why not?" He's like, "Because it's episode three, and it's not episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, did you not think that was a good episode?" And then you're like, "No, I thought the episode was excellent, <laughs> but I have questions that are going to be answered in the season that I want to know now." Yeah. And it's like I'm like, okay, and so you, then you're like, I'm not enjoying it because of this. Well, yeah, I felt that especially with Falcon and Winter Soldier because it was like, oh, these two men aren't communicating. I want them to communicate. <laughs> and you're like, they're, they're, they're going to deal with their angst and deal with it by the end of the show. I'm like, but it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this conflict with its immediate resolution? I do think they didn't do very much to justify it, but that's, that's neither here nor there. No, that's because all the shows are like 75% good. Yeah. 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 Hawkeye's doing well. Yeah. We're three episodes in. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Well, you, you think they might lose it on the curve? Oh, probably. Yeah. That's probably. fine. It is fine. Yeah. I'm not sitting here going, this is prestige television. Yeah. It's like, it's it like when Mandalorian comes out and everyone's like, oh, it feels like a TV show. I'm like, yeah, yeah but it's like proper Star Wars TV show. Like, it feels good. Yeah. Until the final episode. Which yeah. is both bad Star Wars and bad television. Well, I mean, that moment isn't bad. Some of a lot of that last episode is good, though. Great fight scenes. I don't remember nearly all of that episode. You remember the big robot stormtrooper that punches the Mandalorian's head over and over? No. Oh. I don't remember that at all. Spoilers. That entire episode for me is Boba leaving and then Luke showing up. <laughs> Spoilers. That's all that happens in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Jeremy. Hey. What the hell is drum and fun? Okay, so drum and fun. <laughs> so this is the only thing I've been playing in two weeks. Yeah. No, that's not right. That's not quite true. I, d I, I, I've played more Bloodborne. Um, but uh, yeah, so drum and fun. Yeah. It has a Japanese name, which I will try and bring up. But drum and fun is a rhythm game. Which is an arcade. Oh God! I tried to I tried to type. So my my MacBook Pro is a little bit broken. Okay. Uh, the only part of it that is broken is the N key. End. N. 
Oh, N. The letter N. I'm like, you've got a numpad on there? No, the N key. <laughs> the N key is yep. the only thing that's broken. And so when I try to type in drum and fun, it's... <laughs> drum foo. <laughs> drum foo. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I typed in. Uh, drum and fun is a Japanese um, arcade game originally. Okay. Where you've got two real drums. Oh, yeah. And you got the sticks. You got these yeah, like the really like, big ones. Yeah, the wooden like little like the, like the, the rhythm sticks, and with the rhythm game, I bought it on the Switch um, <laughs> because your poor Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was on sale for twelve dollars. Okay. And I have thought about buying that game in the past, and I want to buy the drums for it. The drums are not cheap. The drums are like one hundred and twenty bucks. Um, I've 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 heard of this game. Keep talking. I'm going to look up that name that you couldn't because of your own key. Sure. Um, the oh, look, the Halo theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drum and Fun is very good because I was playing through it and there was a bunch of songs that are on it. First thing I went into was I went into the game sections of the song. So there's a few like um, I think it's I think it's Sega. I think is the game. <laughs> Sega. Sega. Um, I think it's a Sega game, uh, or it might be Capcom actually. Okay. Um, anyway, th- there's a few there's a few game themes on there. Um, Jump Up Superstar was on there, which was cool. Um, and then I went into the anime section and I saw a Cruel Angels thesis was on there. That's the start of Evangelion, isn't it? Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that and the Beatles played. Yes, yes, that the Beatles played. Uh, so a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's developed by Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco, right. Uh, the Japanese name for it is Taiko no Tatsujin. Yes. And also, it's given me an option to view Taiko no Tatsujin in 3D in, like, AR when I just Google it. I mean, do it, obviously. So I hit view in 3D. Yeah. This is terrible podcast content, but I, I just, I'm like, what the? F- okay, view in my space. Oh, it's drumming. Is the is the 3D model that you've got on your phone drumming? To see a true version, so give access to your phone, camera, and device storage. Oh my god! Yeah, because you got to download a file and you got to put it through the camera. Point your phone down at an empty space and move it around slowly. Just okay. Can you can you point it at me and then we'll use it as the as the photo for the for the episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll put them over with you. Yeah, cool. Pinch um, to resize. Oh my god, this is so silly. You can put the mic down if you want. Um, here are my drum sets. Anyway, um, so there's a couple songs on there that I was like really, really looking at um, because it turns out it has a ton of DLC, would you believe, in a rhythm game. Really? Yeah. There's a ton of fucking DLC. And of course, I bought some immediately after buying some of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like you did with Halo. You didn't regret that at all. No, that was, that was, a, well, that, to be fair, no one knew how bad that was at launch. Yes. Um, some of the songs that I saw. So so what actually pushed me over the edge to, to buying some of the DLC because I saw there was this, the Star Wars theme was on there. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> so so I bought that. Um as well as let me just open up the statement that was from the transaction so I can see what I paid for. Um uh there's a song <sighs> I Want You Back by Jackson Five is on there. Okay. <laughs> which is very fun. Um, Star Wars main title. We have theme from Indiana Jones, which is on there, which was very fun. Um, they just partners with partner with Lucasfilm or something. 
the I think it's a Disney thing because the Pirates of the Caribbean theme was on there uh, as well. Oh, that makes sense. Um, as well as Last Christmas by um George Michael. <laughs> As in, like the last, last Christmas, Christmas, I gave you, I gave, I gave you my oh heart. No. On the very next day, I gave you. It, it's very good. <sighs> Is that by George Michael? I think so. I think it's Wham. I hate that song. Yeah, that's only because you worked in retail with me. No, it's because I'd never heard it before. I worked in retail, and then when I heard it, I really hated it. It's it's a Wham song. It's, it's bad. No, it's a, it's a it's a lovely song. Jeremy, it's vapid. It's got absolutely no substance. That's not true at all. It it's doesn't rhyme. It's like it. It that just doesn't. doesn't matter. Not that that's like a criminal Neither thing. Neither is jazz, Gary. <laughs> I'm just saying. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you, you gave, gave it, it away. away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Give it special. to someone special. Yes, special. Oh, day and away rhyme. <laughs> It's a very good song. It sucks. It's not. Sucks, but. How dare you? Anyway, Drum and Fun is. Taiko no Tatsujin. Yes, you're right. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, How were all of those themes? It was really good. Very, very good. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the gameplay? You don't have the drums. Yeah, so, so that's the thing. So, so there was there's, there's two different ways you can play without the drum kit. Okay. There is buttons. Um, so you can like click in, it's like the two bottom buttons, no, sorry, the two outside buttons and the two inside buttons are the, the, the two inputs, which are um, edge of the drum and middle of the drum. Oh, okay. So you can click those in. So it's like press the D-pad and press the shoulder button or press like. Yeah, yeah. The, there's, there's, like a, there's a few configurations you, yep, can, cool. you can do. Um, or motion control. Or motion control. <laughs> or motion control, which is like. Uh, you have to hit down, uh, hit like straight down, which is in the middle. Yep. Or sort of uh. m- make your hand do like a semicircle motion oh. to hit the edge. Um, it's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's that very inconsistent. That doesn't sound good. Um, double inputs and missing inputs all the way, the oh. entire time. <laughs> so bad. Um, that's why I want to get the drum kit. Yep. Uh, this story continues. So I bought that. That was m- the second last game that I played before I moved out. Because um, it was on the Switch. The last game, no, sorry, not the last game that I played before I moved out was Bloodborne, um, but I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> then the day before I moved, my work had a Christmas party. Um, right, yes. This, this Christmas party was at a bar in Melbourne City um, called Fortress, which is a video game bar. Um, they have half a room for gaming PCs. And the other half of the room is just tables and booths, and and they've got TVs there. You can like you can um, borrow switches and PlayStations and Xbox, and you can like you pay for time, and then they just bring out whatever console, um, which is pretty fun. It's good for like you know Mario Kart and Smash and stuff. Um, the th- these two rooms are connected by like a wall, which has got like glass as well, so you can see through into the next area. And <laughs> you so, like, can see how green the grass is on the other side. No, you can see into the sea of gaming PCs, and that's fun. It was really funny, except I looked over and the first thing I did was saw someone on a two thousand dollar PC just reading Reddit, which <laughs> <It> was <just laughs> hilarious. <laughs> just so funny. The PC gamer experience. Yes, on a on a on a Friday night at like eleven p.m., <laughs> just r- browsing Reddit. Um, 
this continues because then um, friends of the show, Ollie and I, were looking at, they had like a tiny arcade section with like Street Fighter Five machine and they got the, the Halo Fire Team. Oh, whatever, yeah. Whatever, like that thing that Ollie like played through all of with Jane one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's like some like claw machines and some of the reaction machines, but there was a, there was a drum and fun machine. Right. And so we played it while we were very drunk. Okay. Which means we were very bad, but it was really fun. Right. It was so good with the real drums. And these are the big drums. These are the ones they're that are like huge, though, aren't they? They're like a they're about a foot in diameter. Yeah, wow. Um, in terms of like the front of it, so it's kind of like as wide as like a kick drum on a drum kit. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only thing close to being wide enough. Yeah, and they've got like the good mallets and stuff, and like the material is like a padded, so like you're mm. not hitting like a piece of plastic on a piece of plastic. You're hitting like a piece of plastic on a piece of padded, kind of felt or something. Like not quite. It's like 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 leather probably. Yep. Um. It was so fun. Great. It was so good. Did they have the DLC? No. Oh. No, no. It was an arcade version of the game. It, oh, it, cowards. It, yeah, right. Um, really good. I'm very bad at it, but it's so fun. It's Great. so, so, so fun. Um, Jeremy, are you actually going to get the drums? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the drums in the same way as I'm gonna buy a flat stick, you know. Okay, fair I'll, enough. I'll look at them for about a month, and I won't actually buy them because it's a lot of money. You know, one month, twelve months. You know. Yeah, I'm still looking at flat sticks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, squadrons came out fifteen months ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, flat sticks still good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a better VR helmet now, so I can do even better squadrons in VR mm. with a flat stick. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, uh, I just want to point out to all the uh, listeners, the morning after this Christmas party, <laughs> the, morning. Fir- the first message in the disc... <laughs> I was up late and someone sent a message and I was like, oh, what's everyone doing this weekend? <laughs> and everyone knows Jeremy's moving. And Jeremy, I watched Jeremy write, no big plans. <laughs> and then delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this. And in the morning, you will. Uh, and I wrote, <laughs> I saw you do that, Bratitich. And in the morning. I was like, question mark, question mark. In the morning, you were like, what happened? I'm like, you said no big plans and then deleted it. <laughs> you were like, that's very funny. And I have no idea what. I, no, I have no memory of that. I have no memory of making that joke. Everyone knew you were moving this weekend. I, know. I wasn't asking you. I know, because, <laughs> uh, like, there's a good chance that, like, I typed that just before I passed out in, like, an Uber yep. on my way home um, while I was, like, going to sleep in a bed that had, like, eight boxes on top of it <laughs> and, like, a room that was three quarters empty. Uh, um, that's that's really funny. And then the actual first message the next day was Jeremy saying, my head hurts, hurts so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too much drumming. The drums are too loud. Too much drumming. I had a headache. That was that was what I had an excess amount of that too night. Mu- it was it was it was drums and Reddit and Reddit. <laughs> drums uh, and Reddit. Jeremy, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you in the middle of this, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to the break here. Yeah, because uh, yep, yep, I spoke about Halo Five for far too long. Um, so stay tuned, everyone, uh, for maybe the sixth episode where. Jeremy talks about Bloodborne. Uh, coming up soon. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The outro, buddy. You hack. Is, is, is that the outro? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it is too. This can all stay in. 
I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not going to hear this, are they? Yeah. Oh, they are. I'm recording this track. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's, it's, it's not mixed in. Like, I can I can cut it. Okay. But, like... We can also leave it in. Yeah. For comedic effect. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us in, Jeremy. Oh, but then I have to edit it weirdly. Oh, no, that's fine. I can do it. Oh, that's fine. Edits it weirdly, like you didn't use the wrong song in the middle already. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome back. Making fibs. Welcome back to the <laughs> to the mini map cast. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see how that cuts all together. Jeremy was bringing our music in live with his recording deck thing that we've got here. It's got it's got um, number of sound effects cues. It's got a number of Sounds yeah. mapped to it's buttons on yeah, the. It's, it's got a, it's got a soundboard, right? Include and it's got our intro and our break and our outro yeah. for the minimap cast, but they aren't in any order that Jeremy can remember, and they're no. also <laughs> interspersed with other things like like a badumts and uh, like a, 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 an air horn, an air horn, and like the Windows ta-da sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what the last one is. I don't know. What, I don't know. What, Go on. I don't know what green is. Go on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a pre-recorded one that road left on there <laughs> like uh. w- w- when i got it there was a bunch of ones already on there like there was a dip there was like a worse like ba-dum-tsh yeah that was on there and there was like there was an applause yeah and i, th- I want to say there was like birds tweeting and stuff and i'm sitting here like i don't know what like these are like these are what you would do if you were doing a parody of a bad radio station. Yeah. Which a lot of, like a lot of podcasts do those like radio show style, yeah. like yeah, edited a, a in with sound effects. parodies of bad radio stations. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Um, Jeremy, you've still got the floor. Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, man. So you remember when we were watching the Elden Ring breakdown a couple, well, well, like a month ago now. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> and I was like, hey, that guy's got a dragon hand. It's like Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you were like, guy who's seen Beast Wars. Hey, this <laughs> looks like Beast Wars. Yes. And then you were like, hmm, that, this doesn't seem very much like the way they do things in Bloodborne. And I was like, <laughs> man who plays Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Hey, this isn't Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There is nothing like Bloodborne. Um, I've been playing more Bloodborne. Um, that was the first thing I did when I, well, the first thing I played when I moved in, <laughs> and it was the last thing I played when I moved out of <laughs> my old place. <laughs> and it's like it's not even like you're christening a new TV or anything. No, it was just continuing. It's just the same TV on the same couches. You're just playing more Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's effectively the same room in a different room, <laughs> in a in a closer layout. Yeah. And and I put the same PlayStation in the same spot in the same entertainment unit, and I turned it on, and Bloodborne was still in there. And I'm like, oh, hey, Bloodborne! <laughs> and so I just keep kept playing. Yep. Um, I am. Uh, for anybody that has played Bloodborne, I am at the part of the game now where everything changed changes. I'm at the, I'm at the 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 revelation part. Um, Kerry, do you know what this is? Vaguely. Uh, elaborate. 
I'd like to know how much you know. Well, spoilers, everyone, for yeah. Bloodborne. Brief spoilers for Bloodborne. Um, there is a point where you realize that there's a lot more dark Cthulian magic around in the world that you have been surrounded by the entire time, and all of a sudden you can see it or you become aware of it. Yes, yes, you 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 gain the insight. You gain the insight to see the the beings that are all throughout, mm. um, including areas that you've been the entire time, um, and they've been fucking with you a little bit up until this point as well. Mm. There's a couple of parts in 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 Bloodborne where if you stand in a certain area, or if you're you're in a, you're in a certain place, um, a black hole will appear yep. and like just pick you up and kill you. That happened to me on stream once, mm. and I was I was. I didn't stream that game very much, yeah. but I, I got to the the area after Father Gascoigne. There's that church mm, yep. with all the really large shambling men walking around the uh, the cathedral, the the cathedral ward, mm. and there's like a courtyard outside of it. Yeah, and I was like standing around just answering someone's question, and then I'm like, "Did you fucking see that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This game's real good. Um, I'm up to a very very hard fight." Mm-hmm. A very hard one that I have not done before. Um, oh, yeah. optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I am, I am continuing my one hundred percent playthrough. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um. So I'm also way better at this game now than when I first played it. Uh-huh. Like, so there, there was a, there was a, 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 a fight that I did called Rom the Vacious Spider or something, <laughs> which is like the. It it is a, it is one of the great ones, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Wait, what the? Uh, is that a title of boss in that game, or are yes. you like? It is a title of being. Okay, <laughs> it's not like, oh, this is one of them bosses. This is one of the great ones. No, 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 no. It is a it is a uh, the great ones is a noun. Okay, um, <laughs> collective noun. Yeah, um. And I am I am pursuing my quest, my pursuing my quest to become a great one. <laughs> um, anyway, th- th- this boss was a was a was a real pain in the ass the first time I did it, because um, it's not a very hard boss, but it's like one that just keeps spawning enemies. Oh yeah, that is annoying. Yeah, like and they're not they're usually not very fun. And the enemies are quite tough. Like they're 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 pretty weak, but they they just do a ton of damage. Mm. Um, and the boss just like shoots things at me re- repeatedly. But because this time I've been doing side quests, bringing characters along. I had a bunch of summons. So I summoned um, Henrik, the hunter. Mm-hmm. And Henrik joined me in this fight. Henrik died, but like <laughs> helped take the edge off because all the little creatures were going after him. Yep. And I just got to wail on the boss the entire time and like I did on my first train. Felt fucking great. Mm-hmm. Felt real good. Um and then I've I've been progressing the the character of the crow, Eileen the crow, who is a Aldrin. Um, who? <laughs> Aldrin Sov the crow. Not sure who that is. Um, Aldrin Sov <laughs> who killed Cade. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I, I haven't been to toy. You killed Nolan North. <laughs> killed Nolan North. Um, Drake. <laughs> he killed Nolan North <laughs> and didn't kill. Um, uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah, he really dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um, uh, the I've, I've been I'm up to the end of the crows uh, uh, story, which includes fighting 
uh, go, going into the Grand Cathedral area, actually, which is where um, y- you were you were up to where you got picked up. Um, I am fighting a character that is the name Crow of Kanehurst. Um, this is a very, very, very hard boss. Uh, they do a ton of damage. They have a few insta-kill moves. Oh. Like, not in terms of, like, it's just insta-kill, but they just do enough damage. I- if they grab you, then, yeah. And they can parry me. Oh. Yeah. So is it like fighting the other hunters in the world? Yeah, like they are a hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, the Crow of Kanehurst is a hunter. Um, fucking so difficult. Right. Like, I have to have full um, blood vials whenever I enter this fight because, like, two hits and I'm dead. Yep. Um, and they have a gun that is really fucking strong. Oh, and it parries you. And they can parry me. Yep. Um, the good thing is, is because it's not a a boss boss, I can run away and heal. And, uh, like, I can leave the arena. And do, does their health come back? Nope. Oh, nope. that's a that's that's what we like to call a cheese. Yes, but the battles like death comes so quick anyway that it doesn't matter. Oh, like they have so much health. Really? Yeah. Like I've maybe fought this boss like thirty times. Wow. Yeah, it's really difficult. Right. What um, does it get you? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just doing it. I'll tell you what it gets you. A hundred percent. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> I'm doing it because of because uh, that's what Reddit's telling me to do. So hang on, when Frederick died, right? Who? When your summons die, Henrik. 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 Pardon, pardon me, Henrik. Yes. He's dead, dead, right? No. Oh no, it's just the summon. Oh okay. I thought when your summons die, it like affects the actual character when you find them later. No, not as far as I'm aware. Oh, maybe I wonder if that's a thing that used to happen in the old games, or I've made up. Yeah, no, it didn't happen in Dark Souls 1. Because that's why I don't do summons that often. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, no, they're going to die because they're not that good. I I do summons because they usually break bosses. Yeah, that's the thing. No, no, sorry, I don't do summons because they usually break bosses. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, like, because it's like, the boss is designed around you being one character. Yeah. And so And then they put in co op. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when the and so when, you know, a second character is there wailing on it and the enemy takes focus so the, the boss takes focus of you, that's it's just free damage. Yeah. They often don't have AoE attacks that specifically will target two enemies. Mm-hmm. Um da, 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 what I will gain from killing the bloody crow of Kanehurst <laughs> is the blood rapture rune. As well as the Hunter Memory Oath. Oh, they bloody have oath! Yeah. What, um, are you, what are you going to do with that, Jeremy? Probably nothing. <laughs> right, you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's like, like depends on what it gives me. I don't know what it gives me. It's like when I was writing the guide for the ascent, and I'm like, I picked up this named item, and then I uh, went into my inventory and I couldn't find it. <laughs> and then I went onto Reddit, and everyone's like, "What does this thing do?" And they're like, "Oh, no, <laughs> it looks like a bug." I'm like, "Oh, that's weird." All right, not gonna write about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Glad I went to all that trouble. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's really good. It's it's good to have part of this game that's um, very difficult for me again. Mm. And new, right? Yes, new. Yeah, like it's it's cool to see the rest of the story of this game because the story of uh, all these games are pretty like pretty fast and loose a lot of the time in terms yeah. of like yeah like i don't know why i'm fighting any of these things but i'm fighting it like these things like getting story reading wikipedia articles and stuff while doing it it's it's good fun it's good 
it's a good way to re-experience this game that I am fairly familiar with now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's still the only game I can ever think about. So, like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to play that. It's so fascinating the way you talk about it. I really, you know, I was going to, because I've played through some Demon Souls recently. Mm. I think I just saw a rat outside. Um, no, it's probably possum. We get a lot of possums here. Okay, cool. Uh, playing through a lot of Demon Souls lately, but then I'm like, Maybe I should just do Bloodborne next because Jeremy won't shut the fuck up about it. You should do Bloodborne. It sounds like I should do Bloodborne, man. Although I, I don't think I'm going to get to it before Elden Ring. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Elden Ring's, relatively speaking, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Elden Ring. What <laughs> 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 the hell? What do, you, what do you mean? It's 10 o'clock. Man, it's... Yeah. Uh, so then... That's all for what we've been playing. Yeah. Normally we like to have a little section afterwards. Obviously June's not here. We're not doing June's Quest Corner. Um, we didn't do June's Quest Corner without you either. That's a three-person thing. Oh, that's nice. Well, you know, it. You know, it's 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 a group discussion. Sure. Um. But Jeremy, you said you've got a topic for the end of the show, and that we were skirting around the edges of it with our infinite discussion. Yeah. Uh, what what is it? It's 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 it's, it's co- the conversation around. Around Game Pass, okay, and around sixty dollar, like uh, American equivalent, sixty USD games, um, and around Microsoft's, you know, strategy, you know, mm-hmm. for Game Pass, because obviously everything at the moment is revolving around Game Pass. Yeah, but they are just still selling games outright. Yes, and I do kind of wonder why. Um, for two reasons, one because I feel like they would get more benefit out of you joining Game Pass. As in being forced to. Yeah. Okay. And also, Halo Infinite isn't a $60 product. <laughs> I would say it is. Honestly. The problem, it, it, it does have rough edges and it does, it's full of potential because there are things that are missing. So, well, I, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, that game is, all the, the, product, that they are, the, the product they are selling is not finished. Yeah, I'm not saying that the game is not finished because you know that campaign is obviously complete. I would say what is there is worth it. Sure, sure, but what I'm saying is that game is not finished. Agreed. Yeah, and that's very odd that they're just kind of like cool with that. And it's yeah, this also falls under the the category of their multiplayer suite is a different thing. It might as well not be Halo Infinite. Yes. And it's also free. Yes. And also... It's also a platform. It's also a platform that got released two and a half weeks early on a stealth launch for an anniversary of the console. Yep. But they were come saying that it's a beta, but it's out and it's a free-to-play game, which means that it's, like, it doesn't... Like, at that point, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, no one... It's out. It's out. Yeah. Like, you can call it a beta, but this is a product that you are selling people. You are taking money... I bought a battle pass. Like at this point, like this is not a beta. Oh, did I, tell you? I bought the battle pass. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, when am I gonna do it? And then I was like, I'm sick of looking at my default character. Yeah. I want, I want to use the customization that I'm unlocking. Yeah. And it turns out doing the customization in that game is also bad. I don't know, man. I got a big shiny head. Yeah, but I mean, like it, like it, like it's, it's hard to do. Oh yeah, it's not great. Yeah. There's a few too many layers. Yeah. Of menu, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. dive through. Yes, no, I know what you mean. Um, 
the it's a they have released this game early <laughs> both sides of it yes they have and it's for two reasons i think it's because it's halo yeah and it's been in development for 6 years yeah it needs to come out that game needs to start making money for 343 three. like it needs to come out yeah like and the, I, I think I that's what's that. going on with that one I, I I get that, but it's it's fucking weird, and I, yeah. I and, and I and I don't think it's good. I agree. Yes, like I I think that like I would prefer this came out in another twelve months and had co op and forge, and had a yeah. a little bit <laughs> maybe a good progression system for the multiplayer. G- give me the package, right? Like yeah. they've they've been dripping this game out. Yeah, and it 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 has made me less excited for something that I think is going to be very good. Um. The they have really, really followed the footsteps of the Master Chief Collection in a way. Where it's right. like, like it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be great once it gets over the line. And and what we promised you is exciting. Mm, well, and it's gotten a bunch of you here on day one. And we are so willing to sell it to you right now. Yep. We are so willing to take money for it right now. Even although it's actually not really what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, this is better than that. Th- th- this is better than that because Master of Collection was literally broken. Yeah. Um, and that was... <laughs> you know, it's probably what last year was looking like. It was yeah. more like Master Chief Collection Day 1. And so you got to wonder, like, what the fuck is happening inside of that studio? Yep. Like, what are they doing? Yep. Um, and, you know, to be fair, like, from everything that I've heard, Master of Collection was actually too big of an ask for them at all. Right. Um, like, uh, from from my understanding... It was going to just be Halo Two remastered. Halo Two anniversary, right? Yeah, and then and then so they had to do one and three at some point and four. At some point, it was a was it four and launch? Yeah, Master Chief. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. Like, and at some point, the the it it snowballed into what if you put all of them in there? Yeah, and and I think they were like, I don't know if we can do that, and they were like, No, no, no you can do it. <laughs> Go um, on. Um. Anyway, like it, they. And also, like uh, comparing it to the other, the other things they're they're releasing, Flight Sim, the Forza games, um, Age of Empires, Age of Empires, um, and you know the the other stuff that is like around on Game Pass. So like the gunk, yeah, that's coming out this month. What? Yeah, I know. It's co- I th- <laughs> wait. I think it's coming out in like ten days. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, the gunk is coming out this year. I think it's December sixteenth. <laughs> so you know when like you know when you're a kid and you walk past adults having a conversation and they're saying <laughs> and and you don't hear what they're saying but they're like a banking job job banking job money finance housing and you don't pay <laughs> attention to what they're saying at all uh-huh. if anybody walk, if anyone has it's walk past and i'm saying the gunk comes out in 2021 <laughs> that'd be like a fucking video game talk like <laughs> whatever that means yeah what do you mean the gunk comes out in 2021 and meanwhile you're like the gunk comes out this <laughs> year <laughs> i remember you were excited for that when it was announced i thought it looked cool yeah a lot of people did yeah um yeah like i feel like the like while game pass is still the best value for money yes in media <laughs> yes and i still like so part of this i had some of this thought because uh giant bombs review of halo infinite was up 
last night. Right. And from what I can, from what I can read of, of from what I can read of this reading, this is actually Jeff Kurtzman saying that they're never going to do a review ever again. Um, they haven't they haven't done a review in I think about a year anyway. Okay. And for about two years, one of the only reviews they did was like Battlefront Two, like oh. l- l- like what like they did a Battlefront Two review and they didn't do any more for like two years or something. Yep. Um. And that is because. Uh, w- one of the things that you know, he, he is old games media. He's been doing it for oh you know, so long. Yeah, for since games have existed, basically. Yeah. Um. One of the reasons they used to do reviews was because is this worth your money? Right. At this point, that conversation doesn't really exist anymore for Microsoft. At this point, they are doing reviews for is this worth your time? And even then, the answer is give it a shot and see if you like it. Right, because you the barrier to entry is so low these days. Yeah, for anybody who has an Xbox, you should already have Game Pass. And anybody who has a PC, feel free to just get a month, see if you like it. And if you don't, then delete it and you have lost literally nothing but whatever time you put into it. Yep. Um, which is really weird. It's very, very strange. And so then I wonder, like, you know, do you buy Halo Infinite for $100 Australian, mm-hmm. whatever it is? Is that what it's selling for retail, I guess? Yep, yeah. yep. Xbox haven't raised their prices. Right. It's the third parties and Sony. Sure. Do you do you spend a hundred dollars on the Halo campaign knowing that the free to that the multiplayer is free to play and the forge is coming in six months and the campaign is coming in four months? Oof. And at that point It's tough. Yeah, and, and at that point is the question not do they just sell you a two month Game Pass card or a three month Game Pass card for sixty dollars, they give you a disc with Halo Infinite on it, so you don't have to download it <laughs> and sell you that as a package. Right, and then so sort of wrapping around to sort of the original premise of the question, which was why are they even selling it anymore? Kinda. So, is anybody on the Xbox platform that is on Game Pass? I'd love to know the numbers. I'd love to know the percentage of 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 active Xbox users that that don't have Game Pass. So, Jeremy, we're going to go back in time a little bit, yeah. and you you might not remember this because you're a bit younger than I am, but yeah. it was the the launch, the the reveal of the Xbox One. Fuck's <laughs> sake! <laughs> in 2013, you didn't even watch this. <laughs> I watched this. I you didn't watch this. Read the IGN wrap up articles when I was in VCE. I was studying, Jeremy. So, like, you know. I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I, I remember being in class watching the review live. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was not studying. Um, so, yeah. remember what the reveal was. They revealed the Xbox One that it didn't have a disk drive. Yeah. It was an entirely digital console. And there, were n- and there were no options. The Xbox One? Yes. No, it had a disk drive. I know it has one. It has one. But their initial reveal, it didn't. Are you sure? Yes, I'm 100% positive. It's been so long. Because they had to go back and say, all right, we're adding one in. The, the one where they said TV, 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 TV. Or yeah, maybe yeah. maybe before that. I don't remember whether it, it was like earlier in the year or at E3. But when they, when they revealed the console, it initially didn't have a disk drive and it was c- digital only. I'm, I'm 100% positive on this. Right, okay. The re- that's the reason why they're never going to... That's the reason why they're selling those games separately. I mean, they're selling Xbox Series S's. 
Yes, but it's an option. Yeah. And it's a compelling one. But it's no good for no one who... for it, Rather, it's no good for someone who doesn't have good internet or maybe doesn't have internet, you know? That console is useless, literally functionless with without that. You can't do anything on that console without the internet because you have to download everything. I just saw your eyebrows raise a little bit. I'm trying to think. I, I, I think you might be mistaken. No, man. I don't know. I've got an article here from 2014 saying that they had a discussion whether or not they should even bother including a disk drive. No. But they that was not what they revealed. I don't... No, that's not right, because they had to they had to backpedal. No, so what they backpedaled was with the on, always online stuff. Oh, am I getting confused? Because yes. it's 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 what Sony dunked on when they were like, you can just give your your discs to your friends. That 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 was that was about the ownership that 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 they were having to fuck around with. Um, the ownership issue of I have a game on disc, but that doesn't guarantee me owning the game. Hmm. Um, that was what they were talking about when they first showed it. And I've got a I've got a picture of you of Don Matrick. Yeah, this console's got a disc drive, bud. Fuck, <laughs> man. So you see, you might not remember because you're a little bit old and your memory's kind of fading by a bit. But <laughs> let's go all the way back to 2014 with the with the initial reveal of the Xbox One. Uh-huh. Don Matrick walked out with a television for his head. Uh, well, Jeremy, it was 2013. It came out in the. Uh, it came out oh, in sorry. the. <laughs> sorry, 2013. End of 2013. Yeah. Um, you schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> you're, you're putting words in Don Matrick's mouth. <laughs> uh, a poor console. It was a bad console. Yep. Like, you say poor console, but that console was not good, and I had one. Yep. It was very bad. Um, look, I think they didn't have a Game Pass back then was the issue. They were going all in on digital ownership. Which was the end of the fucking world. Yes. Right? Um, and especially back then, like, Nintendo was very different. Nothing was ready for for the idea of the Xbox One being... The, the, the initial Xbox One was going to be all corporation-based and you were going to go through cable companies, right? You know, that that, that console has a HDMI in. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's, got, it's got so many things. Yep. Um... They could get away with it now. I don't think and so. They are getting away with it right now, which is why Halo Infinite is Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free to play. Well, they're not getting away with it because they're not forcing anyone to do anything. They're still providing the option, and they're not losing anything by providing those options to you because they're still providing you the best deal in all of gaming if you sign up for it. Yeah, but th- their prerogative is to get you into Game Pass. Sure, but not at the exclusion of those who cannot even entertain the thought of doing it. Because if they do that, they alienate not necessarily a majority of their customers, but they alienate a substantial fraction of it. And yeah, and so the 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 doing that will then put a sour taste in people's mouths even if they aren't being locked out of that content. But who is buying just the hundred dollar version of the game that is just the campaign? And I guess bots. Oh man, it's a good point because 
I remember thinking this recently and that thought kind of faded from my mind because I've just been playing the multiplayer. But before the multiplayer came out and I was like, oh, but it is just free to play. You can just download it. You really are just buying the campaign. Yeah. And you, you're, not even, you're not even buying Forge. No. Forge is going to be free. Yeah. Because it's part of the multiplayer. Yes. A hundred bucks for just the multiplayer. Single player. Hundred bucks for just a single player. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's an that's an ask for the state it's in right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is an ask. Yeah. When when if you consider it as a whole package, yes. One hundred percent. Yeah, but but you're right. You're not paying a hundred dollars for the multiplayer. It yeah. gives you nothing for the multiplayer experience at all, except for cosmetics that you unlock in the single player for the multiplayer. That oh, does happen. In that case. <laughs> it's like fifteen of them or yeah. something. Yeah. Didn't get to see what any of them were because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't open the multiplayer tab in the preview build. Um. Yeah, and so I don't, I, I don't, and the promise of co-op. Yeah, for yeah. the campaign today and the promise of co-op. And if you're one of those people that doesn't have like consistent internet, mm-hmm. which is why you would buy it, the promise of co-op is a download. <laughs> yep, which is a problem. Yes, and its incomplete nature is also a problem. Mm-hmm. And 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 so like another thing I have is that like they can afford to do this. Like I I think I think it is a fair ask as a part of the Game Pass ecosystem to release parts of this game at different dates because I'm already paying for it because it's already a good enough deal. You are sweetening it by giving me Halo Infinite in yep. a way. I'm yep. paying for it. But it's a product that still, you know, cost money to make and needs to earn money to make that back. Microsoft could turn around and and say this is part of Game Pass premium access (laughs) and charge me a $20 on top of that fee and I'd pay it. Right. Because... Lose a whole bunch of goodwill, but yes, they could do that. They could could do that. It would cost them more than (laughs) than they would gain back in the money. Yeah. But they could potentially do that. Um, They don't have to release a complete product at the moment. Right. And you know, that's that's the nature that's a, a something you you notice in so many other games, right? Yeah. Games that come out and it's like, "Oh, actually this didn't quite hit. Well, we're adding this in afterwards." Uh, like even how Miles Morales last year came out with ray tracing performance mode after the fact. Sure. Which is like the one of the best ways to play that game. It wasn't there on, on launch. Um or the way, you know, Battlefield 2042 is released and, you know, the content that it was meant to release with on launch is there, but yeah. balance issues, there's bugs, there's there's serious performance issues as well on PC. It's not very well optimized. Yeah. And, you know, it, they've laid out their roadmap for what's coming, but you're right. What comes next is what's going to be the best version of the product and it's not what you're getting on release. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's there's something to be said for the 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 days where publishers, developers had to release a polished product because their only opportunity to fix any really bad issues, critical errors, even just silly ones that everyone's going to see, but it will kind of break the experience a bit. Their only opportunity to fix those is a year or two after the game when everyone who was excited for it played it and had their 
um, impression coloured by the faults that were in there mm. and that maybe they can release a 1.1 N64 cartridge or something that a fraction of the audience who plays the game is actually going to get because one or two years later, who's buying that game new anymore? Exactly. And and look, and it's uh, and I'm not I'm not I'm not neither of us are sitting here going like oh those were the days because games now are they're built different to back then they are so much more complicated there's so much more going on yeah um but that does mean that they are starting to sell products that are not finished yeah and there's a mentality of we can hit this date. That'll be good for our financials and we'll just fix it within the next six months. Yeah, and I don't think that's a good thing. No, um, I would agree. Like, you know, the only other time I can think about this happening was when Kanye released <laughs> Life of Pablo. Okay, I know, I know nothing about Kanye. Okay, this so is... This y- is I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I, I understand, from my understanding is the album came out on... Day one, let's say. Let's, let's get biblical with it. On the first day, Kanye released Life of Pablo. <laughs> let's not get biblical <laughs> with Kanye. Oh, my God. But Okay, sure. So, so, so one day it released, and I want to say it was, a, it was a, a stealth drop kind of thing. Right. Released on Tidal, which is his like – he owns a part of Tidal. Right. That's that high-fidelity music streaming yeah, service. Yeah, the, the streaming service that's supposed to give back to artists at a higher rate. Right, that I've heard some audio people say is riddled with problems yes. and has a bad app. And it, yeah. it, it, it came in pretty hot, <laughs> we'll say. Um, so, so I want to say Life of Pablo was announced to be released on it as a title exclusive and then two days prior to it, it went up for sale on digital as well. And then you downloaded that and then they stopped selling it. And then the album got removed from Tidal and Kanye tweeted out something along the lines of like fixing the trumpets on track three or something. And After he released it. After, after it was released and then brought down. On the first day. On the first day. And this, so on the second day. <laughs> <laughs> on the second day, Kanye tweeted <laughs> that he was fixing the trumpets on like track four or whatever. And then... On the third day, the trumpets rose, and I think he. I think then the album went up again with a different amount of tracks, and one of them was removed or something. And then it came out later, and there was a different version of it that right, came out. Right. On, like differences, with, like he he was like literally still working on it. After. He wasn't done. No, he wasn't done. And who knows if that was him saying, "I've changed my mind. I'm actually not finished," or him or someone else releasing it earlier without him saying, "No, it's not. It's not ready. This is just the best version I've got of it at the moment." Who knows? Um, but there's a solid chance that it was more like, oh, we can put this out and I'll just fix it. Like, I, I'm, I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I, sure. I have absolutely no clue. I doubt it because Kanye's pretty not quite that kind of person. Just a bit loose. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Um, <laughs> but, he, like, I can't think of another, like, you know, it's not like the version of Doom that I'm going to see in a month on, at home is going to be different than the one I'm going to see in a f- cinema. I don't know, Jeremy. We were watching Thirty Minutes of Revenge of the Sith before, and there were there were sounds of sand people that weren't in the original cut. And that is that is different. That is that is a George Lucas. That's because he's an idiot. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
That's because he can't help himself. You know what that is? That's more like a reprinting of a cartridge one or two years later that, that a fraction of the audience that, is going to get. That is a lot That's, like that's that. what that is. That is more like that. Um, so why are they still selling it then? Is your question. Uh, well, yeah. They've, they've gone down this path. They've given Game Pass. They've lowered the barrier to entry for everybody. They're not releasing complete games anyway. So even if you buy it outright, full price on the first day, what are you really getting? Why are they still bothering? Or maybe not even why they're still selling it because they're still selling it because whatever, you know, schmuck is going to get Halo Infinite for Christmas because, you know, like... <laughs> because the you know the great aunt is going to say hey a video game give it to their children and then the children are going to say it's already on game pass and the great aunt is going to go well i don't care yeah here you go and 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 that's fine but like it it just doesn't quite it, it's it's a relic for them yes and no yes and no so something to consider you know when when the last generation came out, PS4, Xbox One, what was everybody talking about? The death of retail. That's what everybody was talking about. Oh, the profits are going down. You know, there's less traffic. Digital's on the rise. You know, so many more games releasing only on digital. Retail's still here. Sure. Retail survived COVID. It's still here, even in the States. It's not, you know, it's not healthy because of COVID. No. <laughs> but um, point is... It's still not dead. No, but games retail effectively is. It's getting there, but it's not there yet. It's <laughs> not there yet. And yeah. like, like I mean literally dead. Like we're, it's not to the point where it's like four specialty stores. It's th- there's, There are still hundreds of game re- games retailers across the world. Yeah, but we know they don't make money from the games. That's true. But they're still making them and they're still selling them. There's a reason for that. I'm not smart enough to pretend to know what that is, but I am... Nintendo. Observ- well, that's a good point. <laughs> the allergy to the internet. I'm observant enough to to see that it's still there and it's not gone as fast as everyone thought it would or could. The fact of the matter is, if you remove the premium price tag, if, if you don't even present it as an option and all you present is, here you go, here's three months of Game Pass plus the install files which are going to be irrelevant anyway because they were printed six months ago. And, you know, the Xbox's long-term game plan is to remove install files altogether and you just stream the game. Yeah, right, exactly. So, but what, that happen- what happens is when you remove that is you devalue your games because now Halo isn't worth $100. Halo's worth $12 a month Yeah. for as many months as you want with... More than 100 other games, more, Jeremy. More than that. Halo's worth the $12 a month I was already going to pay. Well, yeah. No, exactly. So what does that mean at that point? It means that Halo's only worth $100 if they get you for 10 months and you're playing it for Halo for 10 months. Like, you know, it's, it's a problem that people are worried about with Spotify and Netflix, which is what Game Pass, honestly, is the closest yeah. relative of. Yeah. It's and with both of those services, Spotify and Netflix, the mediums that they are streaming to people and lowering the barrier to entry for, those same services have drastically reduced the. Are you still muted on your thing? No. Okay, good. 
So I was, sorry, I saw the red light. I was like, <gasps> sorry. That's the recording light. Oh, great. <laughs> Those services, Spotify and Netflix, have drastically reduced the value of the mediums that they are servicing. Yeah. The games is in this weird spot where only Game Pass, Game Pass is the only thing like it right now. You know, there's EA Play, there's Ubisoft fucking whatever it's called. But, you know, and who cares? Whatever Project Spartacus that Sony are working on. Yeah, and there's the rumored Sony competitor, which we probably won't see for 24 months. Yeah. Um, and when they do, it's going to be like. It's going to be less games, it's going to be more money. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Um, they're going to have a section for PS1 and PS2 games. And if you click on it, Jim Ryan's face shows up on screen and says, Old games are bad. Yeah. What are you doing? And then points to Last of Us 1 remastered remake. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then if you want to play like PS3 games or only Naughty Dog games, you have to pay $10 extra a month or something. <laughs> um, but point being, um, you know, Xbox is the only one in this race really right now. It's early days, and I would wager that some of what they are doing is devaluing some of the some of the games. Yeah, I would agree. Um, market, which is a problem, I would say. It, you know, it's good for indies who get in there and they get the deals, but we're in we're still in that embryonic stage of the service where, you know, the people who are getting in first are getting the deals because Microsoft's setting the the ground rules and they're willing to run it at a loss and pay people to make it think think it's a good deal. And then in 10 years, we're going to hear about how, you know, ex-indie that everyone loves only gets paid 10 cents an hour of everyone playing their game because, you know, games aren't worth anything anymore because everyone just buys Game Pass and it's not enough to fund the actual whole industry. It's only enough to fund Microsoft. Um, I want to say I don't think it's going to go that far. And I think only because I haven't heard a single yet horror story of I put my game on Game Pass and I made no money. And I think that's fair enough. But also, they're not running it at a loss. Well, well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, They're running their consoles at a loss, but they always do that. Yeah, and even then, I think it's actually pretty close at the moment. Okay. You know what would get it there? If they removed their premium price tag on their products. Like you're suggesting they could. That, alongside Game Pass, would radically devalue every... Well... For sure, every Xbox Game Studios game, as well as broader, in a broader sense, every other game. Because if it's successful enough, then everyone has to pivot, Nintendo and Sony. I, I think it's already happened. I think at that point, like, uh, I think that gun has actually already been fired with, um, that gun has already been fired by everyone else already putting up their prices. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have valued it at a point that nobody actually wants to buy them. Mm. I think $125. You know, Microsoft haven't done that yet, but they might. They probably will. Yeah, they will. If they start selling the price at, at a premium to the point where no one would even think about buying them, it's the same thing. And I think I think that gun actually already got fired at the, at the changeover of the consoles. I would say they're more likely to do that, though, than they are to... And and by making it more expensive, drive more people to Game Pass because it's even well, more cheaper by comparison. That, that that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm I'm saying the moment Sony come out with Scorp with Scorpio Spartacus, mm. um, that is like th th that is the the the, the chamber of the what is it? the chamber what 
Chamber of Secrets? No, no, no. What comes out of the bullet when you fire a bullet? What, what comes out of the gun when you fire a bullet from the side? Casing. Casing. That's the casing hitting the ground of the gun that they fired like a few years ago. Right. Which is the, like, we put up the price to $125, got as much out of it as we could. Yep. And then we start selling a subscription. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. We've been scammed buying $125 games. That's what I'm saying. Scammed. Scammed. I don't know, Jeremy. Sounds to me like you're devaluing the industry. Yeah. (laughs) I am. It's true. I caught you. <laughs> is that is actually all a ruse? I'm trying to I'm trying to devalue the games industry and bolster the film industry, which is why I only buy Blu-rays and still go to the cinemas. And that's why we brought up Revenge of the Sith earlier as well. Yeah, that was a little bit of a, um, a uh, subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging. That's what it was. Take that, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> go for your life, George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Take the ball and run with it. The floor is yours. He doesn't have that floor anymore. No, I know. Uh, but he did make that movie. Yeah, I don't see. The, I don't see it happening. There's no reason why they should. Why they would, especially after doing their whole. You know, you have to. This is what it was. It was like you can buy the disc of the game, but you have to authorize it. You have to be online to activate the game yeah, every time it, you want to play it. It was always online or once a day or something. Yeah. And then it got into it got changed to once a month. Yeah, that's what people were angry about. Yeah. Um and it was the it was also the message like the messaging around it was also oh, fucked. It yes, was no. the it was the same conversation as if you want a console that's that isn't always online, yeah, we have the Xbox three sixty for you. Yeah, exactly. Which it was, was it was a bad idea. And it was insulting. <laughs> executed poorly, marketed poorly. Yeah. Um it's like <laughs> They came out with he got that. Fired for that. Yeah, no, they did because they, they were like, I, I don't see the, I don't see why you would even want a console that isn't even online anymore because yeah. they are, they already are. Because have you heard of Netflix? And they're like, oh, man, shut up. This is going to be a little bit less professional, but it also is so much worse because it came from Don Matrick, <laughs> and he just he looks really arrogant. He he's a smug looking man. Oh yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. Some people when they when they learn to be like press ready or presentation ready, you know they yeah. When they get their media training, exactly. He, they, they, he, he came across very arrogant and looked very arrogant. They develop a, a face. Yeah, and also, you know, he used to work at Z- he work at Zynga now, something like that. Yeah. yeah, or like did and then no longer does. And I think he works somewhere faceless. Before yeah. that, he worked at EA. Yeah, while EA was getting their like worst company in the world. Yeah, things all the time. There's big money to big money to big money. Yeah. Um. What the hell were we talking about? Uh-huh. Oh, so when Xbox One, when yeah. they were like, oh, you have to digitally authorize your games every 24 hours. Yeah. And that blew back on them. And, you know, they offered you the option to have the disk drive and you don't have to authorize it the whole time. Or you could buy it digitally and it'll be, you know, it's a redemption, whatever. You know, that's the lesson for them that it's like there's no point taking away options from people. There's no point. There was there was another thing with the Xbox that I just remembered. The Kinect had to be plugged in at all times. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And they weren't bundling it without the connect. Thank God it didn't have to have something plugged into the HDMI in. <laughs> Could you imagine? You you <laughs> must plug your your DVR into this because everyone's got one. <laughs> For a long time, I plugged my PS4 into it. I remember that that was absolutely wild. Well, because I ran out of HDMI ports, and so I used to run my PS4 through my Xbox One, <laughs> just as just as uh, Don Matrick intended. Yes. Uh, anyway. It was great because then I could, like, Xbox Snap 
while playing PS4. Xbox Snap. Yeah. That was that what their picture picture was called. Yeah. Right. What great. a crap name. No, it was great. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you snap it in and then Xbox unsnap and it'll go back to full screen. <laughs> what does that mean? That was such a cool idea, and it's a shame that it took up a third of the console's resources, or like a quarter of the console's resources. Yeah. You know the reason why I said poor console? And you were like, oh, no, it's not that. But the reason I said poor console is because I'm like, so quickly it, it became clear that it was so underpowered for the demands of the generation. Oh, yeah. So quickly. Yeah. Like when Unity came out, and even before that with like Watch Dogs, it was yeah. like, I mean, this is bad, and it's worse over here too. Yeah. And then we just, when we're still seeing new games come out on it, and I'm like, you poor thing. You absolutely hamstrung poor little... Poor little fella. I really want to see what the fucking Halo Infinite looks like on the on the Xbox One. Me too. I'm I'm really curious to see. Digital Foundry's review came out, but it was 50 minutes. I didn't get to the bit where they brought out the old Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just say, and this will be the last thing for the for the show. I think we we're getting long, uh, but God, I hate the Xbox UI. I hate it. I really, really don't like it. You'll get there. It's not good. Yeah, it is. No, it's bad. No, it's great. Jeremy, it's it's objectively bad. It's not. It's a good UI. It doesn't make sense. So so many times I, I'm like, why is this over here? And or like, where is this? Just where is it? Someone tell me where to where to find it. And I have to look it up. So many times. You're just not used to it yet. No. No, it's no, Jeremy. I've had this thing for two two weeks. I've been using it a lot. I've I've put new AA batteries in my controller, Jeremy. In this fucking controller that doesn't have an internal battery, which I hate as well. Just get one. I'm trying to buy the Microsoft official one, right? They don't sell it anymore. The the brand new one that came out with the console last year with the USB C charging cable, they don't sell it anymore. I didn't get a Microsoft brand one, I just got a whatever one. But I want the one that charges through the inbuilt USB C port. And that's the only one that does that. What? No, mine does that. I didn't get the Microsoft official one. What? Yeah, they just do that. Oh, but no, but a lot of the ones we sold at work, right? They had like, you remember you had to put on the new back for the controller because they had a second plug and it plugged into the oh, right. the battery yeah, pack I directly. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, no, I don't want that. And that's what I thought my only other option was. <laughs> no, no, there are, there are, you can, there are ways. All right, if you if you know other ways, I, I got to talk to you off pod. Yeah, um, as the only one who has had an Xbox, had have been experiencing this UI for longer than the Xbox series has existed because yeah. it's the same as the Xbox yeah. One. Revised. Yeah, it's it's so much better. I really don't like it. I, I still don't know how to turn off my PS5 properly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that UI is absolutely fucking trash. That UI is dog shit. I think Xbox's quick menu is anything but quick. I think that what? Uh, it's awful. I think the just the 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 milieu of squares I'm greeted with every time I turn it on. I'm like, I don't know what any of you do. I love milieu. <laughs> <laughs> I love milieu too. <laughs> My favorite Pokemon. Milieu. <laughs> uh, anyway. I think that's going to right, right about do it, uh, Jeremy. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone, if you made it this far, which it sounds like you did because you listened to us. Uh, really, we really appreciate it. Sorry, I'm, I'm losing my... Uh, oh, sorry, wrong one. What did you mean to hit? Were you cutting me off? I'm playing you out. You play, I can't outro oh, the wait, show no, that there's quickly. There's, sorry, there's more to go. I forgot. There's so much more to go.
Oh my god. You haven't done this in a while, Jeremy. I sure haven't. <laughs> I haven't touched those buttons in a long time. Oh, you miss one episode of the show and all of a sudden you Oh, is this the outro button or is this the intro? Oh, it doesn't matter. Gary, stop talking. Anyway. You're right. I should stop talking. Um, <laughs> I'm going to play you out. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to more episodes of this show, you can find uh, you can find them all on any podcast service of your choice, as well as minimap.com.au. Uh, there you can find uh, our other podcasts as well, the Game Spoilers Podcast, our game club, as well as the Pecking Order, which is our game uh, pop culture kissability ranking podcast. Uh, if you want to support us, you can rate the show positively on whatever service you like to uh, uh, ingest your podcasts from. Um, <laughs> I, know, I was going to say imbibe. I'm like, I can't say that. Oh, ingest. That'll work. Oh, yeah, that's so much better. <laughs> um, or if you want to support us monetarily, you can do that as well on patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, if you want to be notified every time a new podcast goes live, of course, you can follow on those podcast services. Uh, but we also have a Twitter and we post every time a new podcast episode goes up. Uh, that's on the Minimap Twitter account is at minimapau. There's always a little pithy snippet that comes with it too so you know if you want to see a funny moment or a bit of what the core of the episode's about you get a little segment of that um we're also there individually uh i'm there at kj palmer underscore 24 you can catch me uh tweeting about how i like going to sleep listening to the sound of rain uh jeremy what are you on twitter on uh, at Obi-Wan Jez. Sorry, I just googled the word pithy because i realized i didn't really know what it means like i know what it invokes but i didn't know what it meant right <laughs> did you get a Did you get a result for pith? Because pith is very different to pithy. <laughs> pithy containing much pith. <laughs> and do you know what pith is? Pith is like the the white stuff of like an orange. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like not pulp. It's like worse than pulp. I also in my head when you said like go on Twitter and you can you can listen to a pithy little snippet of the show. <laughs> and then I, what I did was I much pith. <laughs> well, well, like, no, well, like then what I did is I, I took you saying the word pithy, and then I transplanted the meaning into that sentence, and then I, I imagined you saying, "This all happened very quickly." In very my quickly, yeah. I saw you laughing over there. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 then I, I, I heard you say the sentence, and you feel free to follow us on Twitter, where you can uh, listen to a snippet of the show, like a a terse and vigorously expressive <laughs> 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 snippet of the show. <laughs> Vigorously <laughs> expressive. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, that was why I was giggling to myself over in the corner. Oh man, that I think I need to change my bio to that on Twitter. <laughs> Terse and vigorously <laughs> expressive. <laughs> oh man, that's that's wonderful. Did you say what your Twitter account was? Yeah. Great, we did it. Um June, our third co host, who will probably be here next week, uh, is also on Twitter at Junes, that's J-U-N underscore E-double-S. They say like Junes, don't they? Junes. I think so. Not Junes. Like like in Persona 4? Huh? Every day is great with your Junes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. It's been a blast to record this in person. We hope you had a good time. And until next week, we'll see you then. 